0: Welcome in to the day after. (laughs) Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Glad you're here to take a look at the sky of what the heck is going on. Now, a couple of things. First of all, I am recording this at 8.38 a.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday, November 4th. I'm also trekking across the country heading back from my big massive road trip. So I was on the road until late last night following the results on YouTube, basically, at a distance. Because, you know, look, I mean, the astrology said that this wasn't going to be concluded. So where we are right now, we have inconclusive and contentious, right? Didn't we talk about that multiple times? And that you didn't need astrology to figure that one out. I mean, that was obvious that that was going to be the case. But astrology certainly brought it to the forefront or confirmed it. As we're looking at things right now, as I'm recording this, it's undecided. So just in that context, if you're picking this up later, then you know things that I don't know right now. But here's what I'm looking at in this chart. Obviously, not much has changed since yesterday. The moon is moving through Gemini and will ingress into Cancer. For those of you who like sequential numbers, at 4.44 p.m. today, Eastern Standard Time in the U.S., and when it does move into uh, Cancer, at least tomorrow and into Friday, it will be at a square to Mars and Eris. So, again, the story of contentiousness just continues to paint. Now, the moon in Cancer would tend to maybe have a little bit of a calming effect, but then you throw in that those two squares, and, yeah, it, it could be uh, an interesting couple of days through the rest of this week, at least as far as that news story goes. You had two big things going on here. First of all, you had this T-square between the big three, Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn, which were squaring both Mercury and Eris. Let's not forget little Eris. Steve Forrest has has said, Eris doesn't get what's due, it's, it's due press. So let's bring Eris into this, Discordia, the planet of discord. It is double the distance beyond Pluto. I think that puts it about 6 billion miles from Earth. But it was a big player in COVID. And Steve Forrest, who was one of the premier astrologers on the planet, said that Eris was an equal factor when COVID broke out earlier this year. So you have Saturn Pluto, which is in Capricorn, which is shaking up governmental structures. At a square to Eris, and then a square to a Mercury who went retro turned from retrograde to direct in the middle of the voting day. So that's number one. I mean, just you know, discord around. And I'm not sure which planet rules voting. I tried to do a little bit of research on that. If any of you find that, would you let me know? That would be helpful. I, I might try to one eye it while I'm, if I get a stretch of the interstate that there is not too much traffic on, I might try to do a little Googling myself. But I did initially, and it goes straight to electional astrology, and, I, and that's not obviously what we're looking at. But if you find anything that, what rules voting? But at least from what I would put together from the chart, I would think that Pluto capricorn which of course would be saturn those are the institutions saturn is really the institutions so it would it could very much be saturn at least from the institution side we are voting about saturnian things and i'm kind of thinking that mercury would be one that might rule the act of voting the voting as a verb well in that case i mean they should have just picked another day <laughs> Because that whole thing is there and then Discordia, you know, we're going to see plenty of that. Now, here's the other one that I'm cluing into today. Neptune in Pisces. Neptune moved into Pisces in early 2011. Now, the last time that it was there were the mid-1800s. So if we include Eris and we walk backwards in distance from the earth i.e. slowest moving we have eris pluto neptune and by the way just as i'm recording this my alert on my phone popped up that the moon is void of course and will be until 4:45 this afternoon so all of the voting today all of the efforts to resolve the who's going to be president will be happening under a void of course moon could this get any better <laughs> Wow. Okay, so Neptune in Pisces. Neptune spends broadly 14 years in a sign. Right now, Neptune is just past halfway. So we still have until 2025. We still have about five more years of Neptune in Pisces. One of the classic Neptunian signatures is deception. So as I was looking at this again, and remember, we talked about this yesterday. Neptune was square to both of the nodes of the moon. As I was looking at it this morning and knowing that here Donald Trump is trying to say we want to stop any more, you know, creations of voting, I've got a friend who cracks a joke periodically who says, I want to be buried in, and he'll say such and such state, it doesn't matter, pick one really, and say, I want to be buried in such and such a state and it's like one that he's never lived in. I say, why do you want to be buried there? You've never lived there. Because I want to vote after I'm dead. (laughs) That's deception in voting. It's what do we, what goes on now that we don't know is going on now, right? And, you know, the whole term fake news was popularized since Neptune was in Pisces. And I think that's a great keyword for Neptune in Pisces, fake news. Neptune in Pisces paints a picture of lack of clarity, illusion, fog. Now, it also paints a very beautiful picture of spiritual attunement. You look at the chart of any of these kids that are born now under Neptune in Pisces, and you just see this spiritual group of people that are going to be taking over the world in 30 years. But they will be a little foggy, and they might be a little prone to stretch the truth. So when we put these two together, we have the big three like we talked about in this tough square aspect to both Mercury and Eris. Just expect this to be a challenge. And then we have Neptune and the nodes of the moon, our destiny, our karmic past, and our karmic path square to Neptune, deception. So the chart would definitely indicate... That as this continues and drags out, there could be some funny business that has already happened and is happening during the process. That would be the, the gist. You know, the other thing that I kind of saw in this was that there was going to be challenge and change. So whoever emerges as the potential suitor may not be by the time it's all over let's keep that possibility at bay as well or i say at bay at hand keep it over there where we can pull it into the conversation if we need to all right so you've got a void of course moon for the rest of the day everything else is basically in place if anybody tells you anything today just know they might be lying have a good one <laughs> we'll watch the news together and i'll see you tomorrow bye